Good morning. Welcome to Crestview Inspiration, a ministry of encouragement from Crestview Baptist Church in Canton, North Carolina. We want to share with you sweet songs of worship and an uplifting word from the scriptures. While you listen, may the spirit of grace flow from heaven into your heart and home, right where you are. Never 
with me Come exalt His name Together glorify the Lord with me so glad to be with you today. We're continuing our study in Psalm 34, and I'm thankful for our musicians and the beautiful song, O Taste and See, which alludes to verse 8, says, O Taste and See, that the Lord is good. The Lord is good. And I want to take this time and continue this second part of Psalm 34. Last week, we saw through prayer, God will overcome all obstacles in your life. We saw there are 14 realities through prayer. God gives your soul confidence. We saw that through prayer, God gives you a reason for worship. And through prayer, God hears your desperate pleas. And we saw that through prayer, God removes all your fear. And number five, through prayer, God saves you from dangerous troubles. And principle number six, through prayer, God encamps around you. Number seven, through prayer, God always works good for you. And we're going to pick up the text and read from verse eight to the end. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken, Evil shall slay the wicked, 
and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants. Amen. And tr none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. I want to speak this to you today about God who is hears prayer. And number eight, really the eighth reality and principle is through prayer. God supplies your every need. We saw the admonition from the sweet psalmist of Israel, David, to taste and see that the Lord is good. And then he says in verse 9, O fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. In other words, the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Number eight, through prayer, God supplies your every need. It reminds me of what Jesus said to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. He promised that our necessities will be added unto us when we seek him, when we trust him, when we pray. We have a culture of excess and wants and we borrow money to buy that which we don't even really need. But when we seek God and we seek God for what we need and we trust God, God will supply. Psalm 37 speaks about David said, I was uh, young, but now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread. God will supply. George Mueller discovered from Psalm 8110 that the Lord promised, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Friend, today call on God in prayer for your basic needs and trust God, believe God, and he will supply your needs. Number nine, through prayer, God moves you to holy living. The psalmist writes, come you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Here, the sweet psalmist of Israel instructs us and all God's children to move to holy living. He says, number one, keep your tongue from sinning. Keep your tongue from deceitful words. This is what's in the on the tongue is what comes out of the heart. Jesus said so. So the deceit that's in our heart gives rise to tongues, the tongue that says deceitful things. So we are to keep our tongue in holy living from speaking deceitful words. Number two, we're to keep our actions from evil. In other words, we're to keep our actions pure in doing what is right and good in God's eyes. As the scripture says, don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. We're to guard our actions and do what's right in God's eyes. And number three, we're to keep your motives pure, always striving for peace. Where our motives, God knows our motives. And we're to seek peace the sins of the mouth are to be taken seriously. The words that are, are leave our mouth are recorded. Uh, the sins of gossip, slander, innuendo, black lies. Rest assured, God's listening to every word that we speak. And he's making a heavenly recording. And he's going to take a transcript of everything we say. But even more importantly, he knows our heart. He knows the condition of our heart. It's evident to him. It's open to him who has the eyes to see what's in our heart. He knows the very intent of our hearts. As the psalmist prays, 
May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to thee, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And also Psalm 141.3 says, Set a guard over my mouth, Lord, and keep watch over the doors of my lips. Let's pray and set our hearts for this kind of holy living, that which is right and good in God's eyes according to God's word and the promise that it will lengthen our lives. As the Apostle Peter said, Be holy is I'm holy. Number 10, God opens his ears and eyes to you. Through prayer, God opens his eyes and ears to you. The scripture says the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. When we pray, God moves. When we pray, God hears. So I want to encourage you today that God is listening God knows your name. He knows how many hairs are on your head. God knows the the intent of your heart. He knows the desire of your heart. And his divine eyes and ears are upon you. The sweet psalmist of Israel describes the Heavenly Father in these terms to help us understand how God is attentive to the prayers of his children on this earth. If you have children uh, or grandchildren, when you hear them cry out, if they fall down and hit their head and they cry out immediately a parent responds with a consoling word a consoling remedy so in the same way when we cry out and god hears us he will answer his ears are attuned to the cries of his children that's exactly what jesus said if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father in heaven Get good gifts to those who ask him. He's listening and he wants to give good gifts to you. He is listening to your prayers. Even when it doesn't feel like it, God is listening. Number 11, God draws near the brokenhearted. I love this verse. If you're brokenhearted today, claim this promise. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. In fact, these are the sacrifices that are pleasing to God, a broken and contrite heart. This is a sacrifice that God accepts. Friend, when you go in your prayer closet and you cry out to God in secret with your broken heart, God will come near you. When your heart is broken before him, he will manifest his presence to you and he will help you. Our God will not only draw near to you, he'll save you. He'll help you. He'll help you in your circumstances. He'll help you in your struggles, in your afflictions. God is a saving God. He is a wonderful God. He says in Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. God will move when we call on him. In Romans 10, 13, Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God hears the humble cries of his children. And though he is invisible, he will act in behalf of his children. Friend, have you been saved before? Have you ever come to Jesus by faith? Have you put your faith and trust in the saving work of Jesus on the cross? The Bible says today is the day of salvation. You can believe on Jesus Christ and receive his saving grace when you call out to him in prayer. And I trust that you will do that. Number 12, through prayer, God will deliver you out of all your afflictions. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. 
There's no pit too deep for God. There's no trouble too hard for God. I know some of you are suffering greatly, but there's no trouble that's too hard for God that he cannot deliver his children. There's no fear too great. There's no trouble too strong, no affliction too painful. Notice that the psalmist says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. As a child of God, we can expect to experience afflictions in this life. We can also expect God to deliver us out of them all. The pit of deep depression that David experienced, he was deeply depressed many times in his life. We can see that in the Psalms. Yet it was not too deep for God to reach down and lift him up and set his feet on the rock, Psalm 40, and and put a new song in his mouth. God will pull you out of the deep depression and despair that you're in. And he'll set you on the rock of Jesus when you cry out to him and you believe him. He'll break through the darkness and bring the light of his glory, of his joy and his peace into your life. There's no pit of sin too deep that God cannot reach down and deliver you. There's no addiction too strong. There's no habitual sin or trouble that God will not or cannot deliver you out of today. When you cry out to him, God will deliver you. Author Leo Bascalia tells this story about his mother and their misery dinner. It was the night after his father came home and said it looked as if he would go into bankruptcy because his partner had ran off with their firm's money and had stolen all their finances. His mother went out and sold some jewelry to buy food for a huge supper, a feast. Other members of the family scolded her for it, but she told them, quote, the time for joy is now when we need it most not next week. Her courageous act rallied the family. Praise God for his deliverance in advance, and he will deliver you from all your fears. F.B. Meyer says this, unbelief puts our circumstance between us and God, but faith puts God between us and our circumstances. Friend, God will deliver you even when it does not seem like he's listening. Just cry out to the God of the universe. His name is Yahweh, the God of the Bible, and watch what he'll do for you. Number 13, God zealously guards you. Through prayer, God zealously guards you. The scripture makes a promise here that he guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. This is what Job experienced before God removed the fence of protection that God was guarding him. There's, there's a spiritual guard, a spiritual hedge God puts around his children. Satan himself cannot jump the fence that God puts up. God will be a refuge. He will be a protection for the one who prays and trusts for divine protection. Psalm 512 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him as with a shield. One of my favorite Psalms, Psalm 18 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, and whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. God will be our protection. And then Psalm 91, the powerful Psalm of divine protection, promises he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, 
and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and in t- 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. God is your protector. Believe the promise of God. Claim the promise of God. When you cry out to God in prayer for protection, he will surround you with his spiritual angels, and the Lord of the heavenly hosts will do all he promised in his word. He'll be your divine protection. Number 13, through prayer, God will judge anyone who hates God's children. The Bible says evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. Remember the hurtful things that people say and do against you will soon be passed. God will deliver you out of all those circumstances, and that means all of your troubles, and he will condemn those who hate you unjustly, who are and God will judge. He is our judge. Not the critics in this life. There will always be critics. But God is our judge who judges in mercy over all humanity. My name is Daniel, which means in Hebrew, God is my judge. God will judge me according to his righteousness and his justness. But I'm thankful that the blood of Jesus covers me in the final judgment and that the mercy of God and defense of God is my portion in this life. God will be my defense against critics, against haters, against slanderers. And God will be your defense too, friend, when you're his child. There's a lot of bitter hatred and strife right now in the nation. And I want to speak to that for just a minute. If we speak to each other with bitter hatred rather than humility and grace and not demonstrate basic respect, we are violating what Jesus said to love your enemy, do good to those who persecute you. We need to remember that God is listening to all we do and say, we must be conscious of our attitude because we will give account of what we have said and what we have done in this life. God is not mocked. We will reap what we sow. The rampant hatred in our culture, in our nation, has created such judgmental and harsh attitudes one another that I wonder where is God in all of this? Where is God's truth in all of this? We as believers in Jesus Christ must learn to trust God and no matter what, not retaliate, but trust what God says. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. We must avoid the temptation to take up arms against each other, or else we will bite and devour one another. God warns us in his word. So let's trust God to take up arms in our defense when we trust him. There was a young musician's concert that was very poorly received by the critics. And the famous Finnish composer Jan Sibelius reached out and patted him on the on the shoulder and said, Remember, son, there's no city in the world where they have a statue to a critic. We must realize we will be criticized, but we can trust God and we can put all these things in God's hands and let him handle that bitter criticism and that hatred. Because God will judge all those who are wicked. And the last reality and principle is through prayer, God redeems your soul. 
The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. This reminds me of Ephesians 1, 7. It says, we have redemption in him, Jesus Christ, through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. God redeems the soul of his servants, and that is through the redeeming blood of Jesus that washes us, cleanses us, saves us for all eternity. It was at the cross of Christ 2,000 years ago of Calvary in Jerusalem where that precious sinless blood fell. And anyone who believes the good news of Jesus Christ, believes on the name of Jesus will receive forgiveness and grace. And when we call on God through prayer, he will redeem us. Romans 10 says as much, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame, for there's no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Today is a day. Pray and put your faith in the sinless Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, so that you may experience salvation and redemption, full forgiveness and spiritual cleansing. Jesus will redeem your soul. We're all sinners and we're all in need of redemption. That is buying us back by the blood of Jesus. And he will remove the condemnation of sin. He will remove the penalty of sin. And he will save your soul for eternity. He will dispatch his saving grace in your life forever and ever. Right now where you are for all eternity. Barbara Brown Taylor tells uh, the story of spending a few days on some barrier islands where loggerhead turtles were laying their eggs. One night when the tide was out, she watched a huge female turtle heave herself up on the beach to give her nest and empty her eggs into the sand. Taylor did not want to disturb her, but the next day she returned to find that the spot where the eggs uh, were hidden, she was going to just, just out of curiosity, check it out. But what she found instead were tracks leading in the wrong direction. Instead of heading back out to sea, the mother turtle had wandered into the dunes, which were already as hot as asphalt in the morning sun. A little ways uh, inland, Taylor found the mother turtle, exhausted and all but baked. Her head and flippers were caked with dried sand. After pouring water on her and covering her with sea oats, Taylor went to find a park ranger who returned with a jeep to try to rescue the mother turtle. The ranger flipped the turtle over on her back, wrapped tire chains around her front legs, and hooked the chains to the trailer hitch on his Jeep. Then he took off, yanking her body forward so fast that her open mouth filled with sand and then disappeared underneath her. The ranger hauled her over the dunes and down onto the beach, and the woman followed the path that the, the uh, shell cut in the sand. Over at the edge of the ocean, the ranger unhooked her and turned her right side up again. The mother turtle lay motionless in the edge of the water as the surf lapped at her body. 
washing the sand from her eyes and making her skin shine again. Then a particularly large wave broke over her, and she lifted her head slightly, moving her back legs as she did. Every fresh wave brought her life back to her until one of the waves, she took a foothold and pushed off, and back into the water she went. She made it back into her home. Watching her swim slowly away and remembering her nightmare ride through the dunes, Barbara Brown-Taylor noted that it is sometimes hard to tell whether you're being killed or being saved by the hands that turn your world upside down. Sometimes we feel that our world is being turned upside down, but according to Romans 5, when we're in God's hands, his only design is to develop perseverance, which leads to character, which leads to hope. He makes all things work out for good for us. Even when it seems like God has deserted you, he has not deserted you. He is near you, and he will hear your cry. My friend, rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, and be persistent in prayer, and he will do it for you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I call on the God of heaven, Lord, through prayer to accomplish what the psalmist discovered you will do for the child that trusts you. Do all these things, the promises, these realities would come to be experienced by all those that are listening, I pray. And I know you will when we turn to you, God, because you always hear prayer. We bless you, we honor you, and we proclaim your truth to the whole world. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Until next time, friend, God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Thank you for listening to Crestview Inspiration. May this ministry touch your heart, encourage you, and strengthen you. And may the Lord bless you in your spiritual walk this week. So on behalf of the Crestview family, we invite you back next week, Friday at 10 a.m. on WPTL as we spread the good news of Jesus.